Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators. For both first and second shift, call 319-752-2781. Well, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa presents the Burlington Greyhounds. We've got Coach Krekel on the phone. Welcome to the program, Coach. Well, thanks again, as always. It's a pleasure to be on here talking about high school football, let alone Greyhound football. Well, the, the Greyhounds uh, uh, got on the winning column this week. Um, to uh, Tell our listeners who you played and what the score was. Yeah, we've uh, well, we've had three really tough football games, and they've all been really close, even the second one with Washington that the score might look a little distant, but the game was uh, it just seemed a lot tighter than that, and uh, it's just been a tough three weeks, and uh, right now we are happy that we came out with a win against Keokuk. Uh, you know, eighteen thirteen. It was a it was a heck of a battle. Uh, we had to uh, score a winning touchdown in the last several minutes, and then we got a turnover to secure it, and uh, it was a pretty exciting night for us. Well, uh, I'm glad to hear that um, the turnovers went your way. Uh, you got to um, is that does that really just sometimes change a whole season? Just a ball squirts out, and one of your guys jumps on it, and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, the, the whole season can turn around just on a play like that, can it? Well, that's, there's a lot of truth to that. You know, 38 years I've been around high school football. It's it's little things like that. It's it's uh, not even necessarily bad calls. It's like you know the intangible calls that might occur in a football game that become a factor. You know, like maybe when a call is made, we're out on the field, uh, a judgment by an official that, you know, it doesn't necessarily make it a bad or good call, but sometimes you, you just got to get those intangible things. Because every Friday night you go out there and it seems like every crew's always got something they um, emphasize, I guess is probably the best way to put it. So sometimes, you know, hey, maybe they're going to emphasize holding tonight or, you know, hey, tonight it's going to be, you know, encroachment or it's going to be, uh, you know, a defensive holding or, you know, it's just, you just got to adapt to the conditions and, um, you know, it just becomes part of the game. But you're exactly right. All those are can uh, hinge a game and, and make, you know, make a, make a season kind of tough or having to overcome something or, or they can work the opposite way and get you some momentum. Well, um, after, you know, three hard fought games, um, what was it like? I mean, what, what can a win like this do for your team? Um, you know, you got to get that win to have some breathing room to realize that you can win. Um, it builds a lot of confidence. Um, uh, uh, talk to me just about that factor from this win. Well, Dave, it's, uh, you know, you're talking about a great topic there, and that's uh, basically it's validation. You know, you, you go through the summer, you work hard at stuff, uh, you get to preseason uh, with the camp, and then you get to the regular preseason part of the of the practice where you're getting into contact. And, you know, you, you put a lot of work and heart and soul, and, and everybody does around the state. And then uh, it's just nice to get that win, especially early um, you know, obviously game one would have been better than game two would have been even better again, but here we are, lo and behold, game three comes with, with, with our win and it just validates everything you're trying to do. And, you know, we kept telling the kids, you know, don't, um, don't change what we're doing. We're not going to change what we're doing. We're going to 
you know, even get more uh, back to the basics, just to, to get back to who we are and let's just trust in what we do. And, and that's really kind of how you do it. I mean, and that's what happened for us Friday night. Well, um, I really don't know what happened Friday night, so I'm going to have you walk me through it. But before we uh, we do, I got while I have you here and have an opportunity, I haven't seen Kia Cup this year. I haven't, you know, I, I knew that they'd won one and lost one, but I didn't, I don't know that much about them other than from what Scotty and I saw from last year was that this is a program that's on the rise. It's building up. Um, tell me a little bit about what they got going for them over there. It's, uh, well, when we saw them on film, uh, their first two games against Tacoma and Pella, you know, they put points up on the board and, uh, you know, they move the ball. You know, the quarterback does a great job of slinging it all over the field from uh, different, really, just a variety of different throwing spots and some set up, some on the run, some in, sometimes throwing against the grain of his body. And uh, the receivers seem to have a good uh, – awareness of what their quarterback does and it makes it kind of difficult to defend their offense uh and it was a challenge for us uh friday night there was a time where you know, one of our receivers i mean absolutely smother or our, our defender was smothering the receiver and the and the QB throws that ball there and i'm thinking oh there's no way <laughs> and lo and behold he caught it and we're just like oh my golly you, you can't already play defense any better than that but uh, so that's, that's just kind of the way they are. I mean, they're just, they have some talent. Um, they're tough. They're pretty tough kids. You know, they play hard. And, uh, it was a heck of a game. I mean, it went all the way down, like I said, to the fourth quarter. We kind of went back and forth. And then uh, we finally just, I think in my mind, I think we just had a drive where I, th- I think we just kind of wore them out at the end and, and uh, went ahead. And then uh, we uh, kicked to a spot we saw in their kick coverage that was, kind of open and then the ball fluttered around and, and then nobody got on it except for the Burlington Greyhounds. And then we, uh, all we needed was a first down and then to take a knee and that's how the game ended. So we moved the chains and then took a knee and uh, took a deep sigh of, of relief and then uh, celebrated uh, very hard as uh, it was well-deserved. Well, uh, let's talk about your defense. Um, they really played well this year. Um, um, tell me about who was the leaders in this game and maybe who's who's been kind of there from game one uh, pretty steadily getting it done for you. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, last it was a tall order uh, for us uh, last weekend, or this meeting against Keokuk. And uh, I just know that, you know, Caden Shizzle and Ray Theris, we kind of had a scheme where they were just, you know, kind of a spy kind of a guy in the, in the box and, and both of them play a lot of offense, so we try to keep them fresh on defense. So, you know, they end up playing a lot more defense than they do on offense. We were giving them breathers on offense. We just felt we, you know, you got to win with defense and, and keep yourselves in the game. That's kind of what they did for us. Adrian Perez Hall, uh, a sophomore for us, as his brother, you know, was Julian, that was a two-time All-State center. So Adrian's uh, getting his feet wet on the varsity level and uh, is really – done a, a phenomenal job I and mean, this early in in the season he's played above his means uh, as far as sophomore goes so he had an outstanding night and was just solid on every tackle attempt he had as our outside linebacker and made a lot of huge plays for us uh, that was good to see our, our d-line with with all those guys we got down you know the seniors you know like john shulka and wyatt messer and, and uh, xavier ba- uh, xavier baker were 
uh, not Xavier, this is Xavier Baker. It's actually Xavier that everybody calls him Xavier. But, uh, yeah, they had a great game up front. We had a lot of kids come in, <laughs> even young kids uh, that, you know, filled in on the D-line and and other stuff. And I mean, this played great. Our secondary was challenged, and um, I thought they did a great job. And like I said, uh, you know, we kind of told them, said, guys, this offense is so good, and they've scored so many points that, it's not going to shock us if they score a couple touchdowns, and we got to just keep playing football. And lo and behold, they scored on uh, two pass plays that were uh, pretty nice throws, and and just tip your hat to them. I mean, like I said, there was that one impossible throw that ended up uh, they, they caught, but I thought there's no way. And you just look up, and then I thought, well, seen them doing on film before, so not like it was surprising. So. Yeah, a lot of good kids stepping up, playing good football for us. Well, um, we're going to switch over and talk about the offense, but uh, um, I've been pretty impressed with your offensive line this year. They've been pretty steady, pretty solid, um, and they've had to battle, like particularly like that Washington defense was uh, is pretty freaking hard to handle. Um, uh, uh, tell me about how the offensive line contributed to this win and uh, maybe some development you've seen since they started. Yeah, well, you know, half of our, our – kind of a mixture. we got a – got a mixture of seniors and we got a mixture of some sophomores on that line. And, and then, uh, we, we sprinkled a couple senior tight ends, uh, in there with a couple junior tight ends. And, uh, and really they have done a great job. I mean, the first game, I think we were over 300 yards rushing, got in the Washington game and, uh, we kind of were trying to move the ball, doing some different things. And I think Washington did a great job on defense and, and, Actually, that game was uh, a phenomenal game. I think both teams were maybe under 200 yards of offense, both of us. Uh, it was just a lot of hard knocking out there and uh, a good physical style of ball. And then, uh, you know, we kind of try to do some things with a, a form of a spread offense that we have, and we're kind of green with it, and we're still trying to get better at it. We kind of abandoned less that this week. We wanted to go back to our roots and felt that there was just times we'd move the ball in our spread, but then you would have a bad snap. We'd have something else. And next, you know, uh, you know, we're looking at second 12 or 13 and that's just not what we want to get into. So unless we get better with, you know, snapping that football in a short snap, I mean, we're confident other than we just got to get that short snap. So it's hundred percent. I'm not a guy that loves to see one bad snap. So that's pretty important to us, but that line is, has moved some people and, you know, Friday night, I think we had over, you know, 260, maybe as close to 270 yards rushing. And um, and then I think what helped us, and I know not to play back on a bunch of other games, but we threw the ball well. And Washington, uh, you know, our, our senior quarterback, Gabe Robinson, we just did not do a good job connecting that night. We were, I believe, one of 10. That's, that's horrible for us. We usually like to be about, you know, 50 percent and we don't throw a lot but our style of offense we think that you know we should be worth 50 percent and and gave it a turned around against keokuk and and just had a magnificent night i think he was six of eight for about 90 something yards and actually yeah, the first touchdown of the game was a pass and uh hit, a, hit our tie done beautifully in stride to the back of the end zone and uh so you know he put that together with the running game and that's the kind of offense we want to have at at, uh, at Burlington. So, you know, run-oriented, but being able to uh, hit some passes here and there, and we, they don't need to be long ones, you know, just five, ten, some 15-yarders just to keep, you know, everybody honest on defense because, you know, everybody's going to pack the box on us, and they like to bring 11 guys up tight and 
sometimes nine, sometimes 10, but we're used to that. We've seen it several years at our school, so it doesn't really bother us to view. I suppose somebody looking at the game, I think, holy cow, the defense is all all the way up on the offense. But, you know, I guess if I was going to defend us too, I'd, I'd want to pressure us as well and make us throw the ball a little bit uh, to loosen us up. And that's just something we got to do. And, and we did versus Keokuk. We did it well, and, and I think that helped a lot. Well, tell me about um, tell me about uh, your running backs, your quarterbacks, your receivers. Um, how are they developing? And and can you give me some stats? Uh, 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 ground and pound, uh, uh, and, and some throwing stats at six eight. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the the best thing I can tell you is, you know, I, I kind of read the stats real briefly. Uh, usually Saturday morning, we kind of look over and. Okay, yeah, that was a reflection of the night. That sounds about right. We're kind of a committee, to tell you the truth. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, as you talked about you know, earlier, and we used to have uh, Bryant Williams several years ago. Well, Bryant didn't have to play defense. He was on a pretty good team that went to the playoffs. That He was just kind of a helper on defense. So he, he carried the ball quite a bit for us. And then last year, uh, you know, we had kind of had a committee going between Caden Shizzle, who's a really wonderful runner, hard runner, and then uh, Dimitri Donald. Uh, but Dimitri got hurt last year about halfway through. So a lot of people don't realize when Caden on his way to a thousand yards, just because we just made him a workhorse, we're like, hey, we need you. He's like, coach, we'll, we'll just do whatever. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Just, you know, call my number, you call my number. So we're kind of back to what we kind of thought we were going to be last year. And that's just kind of a committee. Caden uh, ran ball hard, played what great game on defense. Uh, you know, Dimitri Donald plays a lot of defense and then he runs the ball and he had a good game running the ball. And then Cam Horn came in, uh, another senior uh, with some fresh legs in the fourth quarter for us. He's our third uh, senior running back, the eye back position and just made some phenomenal plays. He actually made a, a a tremendous run against Kia Kuknar's sideline where I think everybody thought he was going about, uh, going out of bounds that he put a spin move on the, the D back and just kind of left him in the turf and on his way to a, a touchdown that, uh, you know, at the time uh, put us up. So it was, uh, it's a committee thing. I mean, I don't, no one's, I don't think anybody's going to come out of there with, you know, 15, you know, 20 carries at the eye back spot. I mean, unless somebody's injured, I mean, that, that definitely would happen. But on any given night, uh, Dave, it's just like we always we always look. We try to just take what people are, are trying to give us. So, I mean, if we think we can run the fullback more, we are. If we think it's the quarterback, then we will. If we think it's the eye back, then we will. If we think our wing back can get a few counterplays here and there to keep somebody off based on how they're playing, we're going to do it. I mean, we just kind of call the offense based on what we see the defense doing. It's, it's really not a thing where I ever look out there and I say, let's see, who do I got an eye, eye back? Okay, now I got to call a certain play. So uh, we're got confident in all the kids that play for us. And, and uh, that's just what we just call offensive based on uh, what we're seeing the defense do. Well, uh, can we talk about special teams? How are they coming along for you this year? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, our punting game has, has gotten better. Our blocking assignments better. Cameron Horn, I, who I just mentioned, is one of our running backs, also a very uh, talented defensive back himself. Uh, he's our punter. Uh, he only had one opportunity, but he nailed one for about a 42-yarder. Uh, usually, you know, in high school, I've always done this enough that I always tell people we can get 35 yards, you know, net punt out of all of our punts. I'd be real happy with that, so... You know, having one punt for 42 yards was was a great thing. And 
and Cam himself, uh, like I said, he, he's all over the field. He plays a little bit here and there, and he made an outstanding one-handed interception two weeks ago against Washington. That was just, uh, I mean, just drew noise from the crowd. Like disbelief uh, went up high and came down barely in bounds, dragging his feet. It was uh, it was incredible. So uh, that's been good. Porter uh, Humphrey uh, nailed a good extra point for us, and then uh, was able to look over the kickoff of late that game against Keokuk. I mean, we just told him today, hey, you ever see a hole if you think you can get it to it, you know, go ahead and and uh, and do it. And that's what he did. He just kind of pooched one over to the right. He saw a hole, and by the time a bunch of bodies went running after it, uh, that secured the game. We recovered it, and like I said, I don't really need to repeat all that, but, you know, we had to get a first down, and we did, and then we just knelt down and won it. So that was huge on the, you know, on our kickoff team to recover that to recover that ball and then and then also just for Porter to have the awareness to look things over and he's got the freedom to do that so yeah pretty happy with all that uh, I think one other thing we might add uh, in addition to that maybe uh, blocking assignment here and there uh, maybe on an extra point that you know little things that we still got to keep showing up uh, you're always gonna try to keep improving like everybody does but uh, so far you know, special teams uh, have been uh, pretty good for us. Yeah, well, uh, indeed they have. Um, tell me, uh, is there anything else about this game we need to talk about? Well, no, I just, uh, I think if anything, it's uh, just showed the resiliency uh, of, a, of a program, um, the kind of kids these guys are. I mean, many of them have been through, uh, you know, some of the seniors are on their third year of varsity football, so nobody was flinching. Uh, really haven't had anybody flinch in, in either game and all three games, but I, I think that resiliency of the kids just have a belief that, Hey, until that last second goes ticking off the clock, there's always enough time to make a play. Uh, we got confidence in ourselves to make a play confidence in their teammates. And, uh, it was just nice, nice to see that come to fruition, uh, for all their hard, uh, you know, work and labors that they've had through preseason of the first two games. And, and like I said, the, probably the first game more than anything, we kind of felt like that was definitely one that just slipped away that probably should not have. And, and uh, so for them guys to come back and, and do what they did Friday night, you know, having to drive late in the game to win that one and then do some special things to secure it, I think just builds a lot of confidence for them going into the Mount Pleasant game this week. Well, uh, um, yeah, that's where we're going next. Let's talk about the, uh, who you play next and uh... – uh, where it is and when it is and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Uh, it is only a varsity only game. Uh, our nine to 10 Kurt Razor was, was, uh, moved to, uh, the following Monday after that. I think they got some kids that are, you know, playing, playing both of those games. So some younger kids that are going to help them with the varsity. And then that makes that game, uh, Move to Monday for for the ninth and tenth graders. So, and you know, we don't have a problem with that. We've been in there. We've been in our position as well. Where when I first started out, I didn't have a lot of kids, and sometimes you got to move games around. And the bottom line, we're just like them, and and we respect them, and in the sense that we just want our kids all to have opportunities to play football games. That's why they all practice, and if that means moving a game uh, to help them, and and yet give our kids another chance to play another game as opposed to cancel one. You know, we're a thousand percent in favor of doing that. So, uh, didn't quite, I think the game seven thirty. uh, uh, 
it's usually when you play one game, that's usually when kickoff is, but I didn't get confirmation of that uh, from Mr. Huff, my AD, but that's either going to be 7 or 7.30, I can tell you that for sure, and it is at Mont Pleasant there at uh, Maple Leaf uh, Stadium, so that's where the game's going to be, and uh, they got some pretty big kids. They're pretty tough uh, physical kids. Um, and uh, right now, I believe they're still looking for their first win. They'll be fired up there at home. Uh, last year, we had a heck of a battle with them. And uh, I, I could tell my kids, I said, every week, uh, it's it's hard to win a high school football game. Don't ever, don't ever go into any game thinking something's going to be easy. And they've sure witnessed that three straight weeks. And, and uh, I know that that's got their attention, and they're going to put their best foot forward. They're going to have to when they step in to play Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant is not going to sit there shaking in their boots for Burlington High School. They're going to get ready and fired up for us, and I'm sure they're going to give us a really good effort, and uh, we're going to have to put a really good effort together to beat them. Well, uh, um, you probably had some battles down there at Maple Leaf Field before. Uh, what's it like to play there? Uh, what kind of atmosphere is it like? Well, it's 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 a fun place. I mean, you know, now Iowa, Iowa Wesleyan is is not there anymore, so I would imagine that field uh, is going to be in a lot better shape uh, than it's ever been. Um, and that's not to say that it was not a good shape before. I'm just, I think the you know common sense of it. If if a, if a college isn't using it, it means your your high school is the only one there, and so good for them. It's it's now it's their stadium, and I heard their district bought out some. Uh, property from Iowa Wesleyan. So congratulations to you know, Mount Pleasant schools for doing that. I mean, I think that's awesome for them. Um, it's, it's always been fun there. Uh, you know, it's just got a lot of history. Mount Pleasant's got, as you know, a history of uh, a lot of good football teams in the past and, and uh, some good athletes have come through there. And that just makes it kind of fun. I do like the fact, again, it's a, you know, about a 30, 30 minute trip. So it's going to make traveling easy for, our Burlington people just to get on 34 and and uh, head west and uh, go into that stadium and watch us, support us. And it'll be a quick ride home. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's just fun. I think it's, again, anytime you can get Southeast Iowa games where teams are, are close to each other in miles, I think it just makes for fun, you know, ride fun, Real fun atmosphere, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went awesome. to Wesley in there when they were – Inventing the uh, West Coast offense and all that. Out there. Oh, yeah, During yeah. that time, well, uh, uh, Hal Mummy and uh, oh, that yeah, assistant coach yeah. that just passed away that was uh, uh, won so many Super Bowls. Yeah, Mike, Mike Leach. Yeah, yeah, Mike Leach was the assistant coach. and uh, Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun to watch. You know, it was exciting. I mean, I just got out of the Army, and, and it was at Iowa Wesleyan, and it just happened to be at the same time that, that they were doing all that. Lighting up yeah. the scoreboard and uh, um, seeing the kind of football you really hadn't seen before. It was uh, right. Uh, that was yeah. neat. Um, well, uh, uh, what do you, I'll just ask you one more question here. What are you going to have to do to come out on top against Johnny Bowens? I fly him out, Pleasant Panthers, and uh, uh, he's already showed that he can put some points up on the board uh, in two of these three games that he's played. Right, right. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. We're just we're going to have to play uh, kind of like how we played this past Friday night. And that is, you know, we got to be able to execute uh, and play clean football. We, you know, we, we are a ball control kind of an offense. Not that I would care one second if somebody decided to bust one for, you know, 50, 60, 80 yards. I'll be more than happy to watch it. But I'm, I'm a pretty content guy, uh, Dave. Uh, you give me four yards or three and a half yards, I'm smiling. 
because uh, I can look at the chains and, you know, you can do math sometimes and think, well, three plus three plus three plus three. Yeah, I guess that's more than 10. So let's move the chains again. So uh, um, uh, that's how content I get on the side. Kids know it with me. Uh, you know, to go for it on fourth down isn't really a big deal for me as long as we're about four yards or under. And if we got a good plan and we're confident in that. So it's uh, we're just looking forward to playing some more football. And, 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 and I, like I said, I think of our defense keeps playing like it has. It really has done a good job. And like I said, point-wise, I don't think a, a, the second game was reflective of the whole entire game we played with Washington, point-wise. Um, our kids have just played really well the first three weeks for, for the schemes we've seen and and uh, probably should have had the defense rewarded with a, a better fate. But you got to remember a lot of those defensive kids are playing offense, too. So to me, you know, there's all Burlington Greyhounds, no matter what side of the ball they're playing for us. There's a lot of kids that play both ways. So let's just hope that uh, we come out kind of like uh, we did Friday night, control the ball and, and uh, do our schemes well and our assignments well and just keep sticking together and embrace the grind of, of uh, dog bone football the ground way and hopefully we can move it against those those big kids at, at Mount Pleasant. They're, they're some pretty big, pretty big physical kids, so we're going to have a challenge for us. But, you know, just like they're getting ready for us, I'll guarantee you we're going to be getting ready for them all week. Well, Coach, we've been talking to Coach Creckle, who's Burlington Greyhounds, uh, uh, got a win on the board this week and are one game away from uh, 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 having a 2-2 two and two record and uh, really been able to build from there. Coach, is there anything we uh, didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? Uh, not really. I just, you know, uh, just want to keep encouraging anybody who's listening to your podcast to uh, keep attending high school football, especially Southeast Iowa. There's so much fun out here. Uh, the sport of high school football, let alone in this area, just keep supporting your teams. And anybody who's ever supported any team in Southeast Iowa with fundraisers and things like that, just doing the little things. I mean, us as coaches, we, you know, we can't appreciate it enough. So, and I know everybody talks about it when we see people in the off season. So I just want to say thanks to everybody uh, that, that contributes to the, the overall big picture. Just like yourself, Dave, doing what you do for us. I mean, I think it's awesome. Well, uh, if your team Friday night can grind it out the way your voice grinded this out, uh, as I'm, I'm sure your voice was a little little sore after uh, uh, all that week. Yeah. You ought to come out a yeah. winner. And uh, everybody that listens to this episode's got to come out a winner. Uh, uh, I want to thank uh, Flint Test Manufacturing for supporting the Greyhounds and, and helping us provide content. We need those sponsors, you know, so that we can put the Burlington Greyhounds at the top of the pile uh, each week when we put our coverage out. Thanks so much for being with us, Coach. Well, Dave, as always, uh, uh, it's greatly appreciated. I enjoy my time with you. All right. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators. For both first and second shift, call 319-752-2781.